0: Welcome to the Runner Radio Podcast, I'm Trina, and my guest today is LaDonna Breiner, welcome. Thank you, happy to be
1: here.
0: And like so many of my guests, I've been networking and got to meet so many people through one networking, One Million Cups, and that is, if you've never heard of One Million Cups, go look it up with your city attached or see where the closest one is, especially if you're an entrepreneur. Absolutely. It is fantastic. So I wanted to talk to you because you've done a lot of different entrepreneurial endeavors. Yes. And for a lot of us, it's overwhelming to tackle one, let alone a couple, <laughs> or even decide to step into that realm of entrepreneurship. So what? how did it happen for you?
1: Well, I've always been an entrepreneur from the time I was a teenager to now, uh, and continue to be. Uh, but I've worked full time most of the time. And I, my husband and I had a paint-your-own pottery studio when we lived in the Atlanta area. I've had some computer uh, businesses, just various things, but they were always side hustles. Okay. This was my first foray into being all in. Yeah. And that started with my gratitude kit. Okay. And as a result of going to One Million Cups, I was looking for a business to start. I'd been let go from my fundraising job, and I was a little... I. Been a fundraiser for 25 years for nonprofits, raising major gifts, wrote written a lot of thank you notes and things like that to show people appreciation, and that's kind of how it evolved into my first business of light, and that is the Gratitude Kit, which okay. was again inspired by one minute, attending one million cups.
0: Okay, so wait, wait, wait. So why, if that inspired you, then why did you go to one million cups to begin
1: with? I was inspired by one Minute, because I was invited to go, Okay. and uh, I've like I said I've always been an entrepreneur, so it just struck a chord with me. Okay, and I thought these are my peaks. Yeah, yeah. A, little, a little higher. <laughs> yeah, it okay. did. And so I, after about a year, I, I had been looking for a business because, like I said, I'd been let go. I was looking for a job, wasn't finding anything, uh, and uh, so I thought I'm going to go into business for myself. It's a great time in life to do that. So. I came up with the gratitude kit. Now, I didn't come up with it. This. this is not my, my first presentation at uh, Women & Cups. There's nothing like this. That's why it's so helpful to have it, have & Cups because they help you fine-tune your business. Yeah. And mine was a series of notebooks uh, where you take pages out and put pages in, but it looked a little hokey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, instead, I ended up going with the gratitude kit. There was nothing, there's nothing on the market like this yeah. that I can find. And I wrote three books. These are two of them: 21 Reasons to Say Thank You to Your Coworkers yes. and 21 Reasons to Say Thank You with a Grateful Heart, which Very is fake cool. based Yeah.
0: And then inside there, I'm to yes, to I'll just take up. the
1: cards out here. You get with the kit, you get 21 cards, which are all photos that are of the Ozarks. Um, most of them I've taken. A few of them, friends helped me get started. I and know. so I'm slowly phasing them out and adding my own. But these are just photos of the Ozarks. It comes with 21 cards, 21 envelopes. Uh, the cards are gen- not gender specific, so you can use them with any- for anyone. This happens to be my first photo oh, card that I that ever made. That is beautiful. Thank you, this was my husband's family farm, so it just has a special uh, note for me. And then the sunflowers out by Marionville. Oh, nice. Yes. Uh, so now we're doing a 50 car, right. 52 card pickup. Uh, this is just a sweet little flower I laid on the ground to take this picture to get the dewdrops on it it's an anemone at Golden Gate Bridge down by Beaver Arkansas this was a friend's photo he let me use it and I really loved it Ooh, I do too thank you very much Jeff barely because without this I wouldn't have gotten this far and then another one that another friend let me use and this was one by uh, a way and she called it the wabi-sabi barn so my the name of my business is barns back and byways so that's what my photos feature okay uh, and so also
0: yeah. blank inside so you can write what you learn in from the journal
1: yes that's oh you cool. can use them for notes of encouragement this is like springfield uh another jeff barbie photo and the rest of them are mine and this they is one that is so in, pretty i love it yeah bloom-tastic i call that one so there's a wide range of cards uh, i think i have Thirteen different designs. You get twenty-one with the box. They're all assorted. You get your envelopes. You get your ink pen. Everything in one place yeah. to write a note. Yeah. All you need. Uh, and and then with the book, you can go in and it starts out as a book talking talk about the benefits of gratitude, and then it goes into. 21 suggestions on who you might write and what you might say to them with a little inspirational quote at the beginning. I have a lot of pre-written thank yous for those that just can't get started. Yeah. So they can read these and get inspiration and guidance. And uh, there's a thing in the back that, uh, a, a list in the back that's uh, created adjectives. So if, you can, oh. if you're like me, you can use the same wonderful all the time, you know, this is, or awesome or whatever. This gives you some inspiration and some thoughts on how you can level up yeah. a little bit. If yeah. And then this is for the workplace, so it addresses the importance of saying thank you in the workplace yeah. to your coworkers and your boss and vendors.
0: And, and it is, it, there's something special about, you know, handwritten and I say fun mail because yes. these days it's usually, 80-90% of stuff that's going yeah. right into the recycle bin. it's <laughs> either yeah.
1: so bills or promotional yeah. Right, yeah. right.
0: So it's it's nice to get to have that and then have that, you know, prompts and encouragement because, mm-hmm. you know, I, you do get stuck. No matter how creative you're being, that's you going right. to be different. And yeah. so that was r- really nice. Yeah, and, the
1: suggestions are for people you wouldn't normally think of thinking, like your maintenance worker at work, or the housekeeping at work, yeah. or, you know, different people uh at work that you run into and it just helps you develop very deep and strong relationships with people because when you get a handwritten note a handwritten envelope in the mail what do you open first when you're going through your mail
0: oh of course the the, the handwritten
1: absolutely Lomo looks
0: like it's for me yes, <laughs> yeah it's personal
1: sure. and then uh the with the uh, gratitude kit here this is a magnetic closure box reusable I envision people keeping the thank yous that they, because a lot of people keep handwritten cards. So this is something that you can keep and then go back and look at. um, A friend of mine calls it uh, their, um, uh, um, I'm sorry, I can't think of the word right now, but uh, their encouragement file or encouragement box. So when you're feeling low, when things aren't going quite right, go in there and read some of the thank yous you've gotten from other people. And
0: also, well, I'm gonna need one of those because we'll have to give one to Alex. Alex has hosted us by letting him letting us come to his restaurant Italian Kitchen so if you are thinking about what to get for your next meal go to Italian Kitchen for takeout and you're not gonna be sorry you did so I think we're gonna to get to sample some of that soon. So, I can't wait. I'm yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. So, okay, so you've decided that you're going to do this. Were you kind of scared or were you just like, no, it's cool, it's going to be what it is? Because I know, I know a lot of people, it's like, it takes yeah. a lot to get right. to that
1: point. I did have my moments yeah. of doubt um, will anybody ever read this? Does anybody want this? Does anybody feel like they need it? Uh, and honestly, I should have done more research and more focus groups because I thought the workplace would be an excellent place for this. So I started out with two books, 21 Reasons to Say Thank You to Your Employees, and then this one to your co-workers, thinking that I could get into work, the workplace and speak. And and, and I had gotten into some, but it was not nearly as well received as I thought it would be. Yeah. Now, with uh, 21 Reasons to Say Thank You with a Grateful Heart, this thank yous for anybody, mm-hmm. and a you know, wide range from friends, neighbors, family, even uh, doctors, dent, you know, things like that. And it is faith-based, but it has gone over a lot better. So that's one of the things I learned. Do a focus group before you pour a lot of time and money into something that will be marginally successful rather than something that will be wildly successful.
0: So obviously, to put your photos in there, photography had already been a passion of yours.
1: I was always the one when we would travel that was behind the camera, taking the pictures. But I never did it professionally. I never did it with purpose or with focus. So when I started taking the photos for the cards, I became much more purposeful and uh, developed an eye for it. And this is something. I think anything that you really want to do, you can't do. yeah Just study up on it, uh, learn from others, learn from going online and looking at what you want to do. I would go look at photographs and uh, analyze why I like one over the other. Mm. And then I would say then I knew how to hone in on you know uh, photograph, t- taking that photograph in the field.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. They do tell the story. After, they do. You know, Absolutely. it's not just a curve in the road. It's the light coming in and the story that yes. it tells about. You know, and
1: it's an the angle of the camera and it's the lighting and there's so many things that come into play. And I take thousands of pictures and maybe. 10% at the most make the cut.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm glad you're saying that because I think a lot of people think, well, you're a professional, you do it in one shot. It's a lot of experimenting and,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, do it, is, is this is uh, look better close-up, focusing on the center, focusing on the side, you know, just different things. So I'll take a lot of different shots and then I go back through them with an uh, eye for what appeals to me right then.
0: And you don't always see what you think you saw on the screen versus the lens it's the whole process
1: yeah and i can get in a hurry and not check my look at my photo before i go on and take more photos and then the lighting's not quite right so or something like that but i try not to edit my photos more than just lighting just a minimal Mm -hmm. editing i do uh, because i want to take a good picture in the field i want it to be real i want it to be authentic and what do you shoot with Nikon D850 now. Okay. Have mm-hmm. you
0: experimented with your phone in taking pictures? Yes,
1: yeah. I do. I have. In one of my books, I have pictures yeah. that I took with my phone.
0: Now you can get really... You, I oh, love the macro photography you can do with a phone. Yes. And one of the little lenses if you pop yes. those up. Yeah, very
1: fun. Yeah, you, I have had people... I, I print pictures for people. They'll say, oh, okay, you know, I've got this shot that I took. Can you print it for me on metal? Because that's what this yes. led to. Uh, I had so many pictures that I took for the note cards. I thought, I'll do something with these. What am I going to do? And so I uh, discovered printing on metal. Now, this one isn't as vibrant as many. I mean, when you get colors, they just pop. Yeah. Uh, this photo on a metal is just—it's like you're standing in the poppy field among yeah. the flowers. Uh Or. Walking down the trail or whatever, but the metal is so vivid and bright plus you can just wipe it off Yeah, you can hang it in the kitchen in your bathroom and you don't have to worry about moisture or things splashing and spilling on it So that's what led me to this, but uh, it's really uh, Everything I do is based on gratitude. Yeah Like you say it tells a story and to me it tells a story of gratitude We'll get uh-huh. to this and what story it tells in a little bit, but uh, that's that's why I love taking the pictures because they bring joy to a lot of people, and the gratitude book does too. The more time you spend being grateful, the more happy you are, and the more grateful you are.
0: And so you've integrated your photography and your writing. How did that kind of become more anymore? and more? Yeah.
1: Okay. Well, the writing for these books was something that I felt there was a need for because people would say I don't know what to say and I think you know. And so there's a little inspirational story at the beginning of, beginning of each of the 21 suggestions that, uh, tell, that help you get in that frame of mind. So you can, these are books, people tell me they use these uh, year-round because so yeah. for different things Will come up. Uh, only your real friends will tell you when your face is dirty. is a Sicilian proverb that I put. So even something as minute, to, but this is really not so minute. Uh, ever get a piece of spinach or poppy seed or cracked pepper lodged between your teeth? Someone, uh, a real friend, is a trusted or or trusted coworker would discreetly bring it to your attention. Of course, you thank them verbally. Why not send them a note a little, or a little chuckle and. Uh, they'll be more apt to repeat the favor for you again in the future. Now, some people may disagree with that, but I would love, I love it. People have told me. And so just little things like that, because yeah. that was a thoughtful gesture that that person made to me to tell me, hey, you know you've got a little something there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and just things like that. And so uh, it hopefully it inspires people uh-huh. to write a note yes. to those who are helpful to them.
0: So then you get this done, you've got your books. Then where's your, where are you in the whole process? Well, oh, I, the
1: I uh, had, I took, I started taking photographs from my cards because I wanted them to be all my photographs. Yes. They do tell on the back where they were taken, who the photographer is, that sort of thing. Uh, but I wanted to uh, have a variety of photos. But I took so many, yeah. and because I started traveling to state parks to different parts of the country just looking for pictures and looking for opportunities and I had so many I they were great but you can't put everything on card oh, nice. so that's when I started the, the photographs and I did it on, I did it on canvas to begin with and I do offer prints but I really metal is my forte and I finally ordered canvas now when people request it.
0: So was the metal just your own experiment experimenting with what? With you different like with?
1: labs. Yes. Yeah. I do not do it myself. It okay. takes several hundred thousand dollar machine, a lot of you know expertise to do it right. So that's I think as an entrepreneur you need to know when you can do it yourself and when you shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I think that's very yeah. important. Either because you don't have the level of experience or expertise or it's just too costly and for me it was both in this case yeah
0: but what made you want to put your picture on
1: metal though i saw I it i just saw it <laughs> yes i ordered it and i saw it and i thought oh wow it just like that's, that's it up a level yes <laughs> it really did i wish i had brought a more vivid picture with me today but i do have a website yes. Arms, back roads and byways okay and a facebook page that you can see more but metal just you can't it doesn't convey uh, the true vibrancy and reality of it on the computer screen mm-hmm. you have to see it in person and I get remarks like wow I, it looks like I can just I feel like I can walk right into that path or I can feel the spray of the waterfall you know things like that yes. people just feel like they're there it's like looking through your window at whatever the scene is
0: Yeah, it, it's a hard sometimes to capture because if you've ever been like like you have like on a big hike or anything it's just so much to take in and there are often times where you're just like no the camera just doesn't do yes. the eye justice That's but, exactly. but I get what you're saying mm-hmm. to have that pop mm-hmm. on there is really that does make a difference yeah I mean you, you can almost
1: feel the waterfall yeah, and sure. it, like you're there standing with the rocks looking at it uh, and so. I've been on many hiking adventures Same and kayaking time. to get my photos because I really focus on landscapes, old buildings, uh, vintage things uh, on the backwards and byways. So I'm always taking yes. off on a dirt road and I have uh, the gazetteer gues- gues- maps that so sometimes help me, sometimes they don't. Yeah. <laughs> Take my phone, uh, always venturing out to find new experiences and new, you know never seen before pictures well
0: you got quite an adventure um yes not too long ago very recently yeah and that led to pictures a book and like just a big imprint on your life tell us about that yes
1: well this is actually the waterfall that i went to photograph on the most traumatic story in the book this is minnesota falls at Tomsock mountain okay and in january of 2021 uh, I wanted to go photograph it. because one thing, I, it had rained, and I thought the waterfall would be flowing. <laughs> and it's a great time of year because there's no ticks, there's no bugs, and there's fewer people, so I don't have to try and, you know, take snap a picture when there's no person in the shot or things like that. Uh, so my husband and I headed out and stayed to stay at uh, Johnson's Shut-ins and hike Thomas Mountain and get that picture, among others. Well. We, uh, the first one I wanted to get was this, so we hadn't even gone to our cabin yet, we went to the falls, it's a good thing we did because they were closing the next day to hunt hogs, wild hogs from helicopters, they would shoot them, so they were closing the park the next day and we wouldn't, I wouldn't have been able to get there, however, while I was on that hike, it's in a very rocky area and lots of igneous rock that's just flat and I lost the trail. And it was about 3.30 in the evening. In January, it gets dark about 4 or 4.30. And um, you're by yourself. I am you're by myself. Husband. My, he went with me part of the way, but due to heart problems, he couldn't continue the rest of the way. And we, we had this agreement that you know, he'll go as far as he can, and then I'll go on and we'll meet back at the, and either at the meeting point or at the car. And that was our agreement that day. And I got off on a deer trail, thinking it was the trail. And by the time I realized that I was too far down the path, and I thought, well, I'll find it. I've always found it in the past. I've always found my way out. I've been lost. I'll find my way out. Well, I did, but it was almost 24 hours later. And I never got back to the parking lot. Uh, I ended up on another mountain. It, thund- uh, about 2.30, a thunder, lightning, rain, all that deluge uh, started the near freezing temperatures the wind would come up it was a miserable night
0: I mean I would have started panicking probably a lot sooner than it sounds like you did at what point did or did panic set in
1: no I didn't panic I think that's the important thing you keep a clear head Uh, I talk about that in my book because that's also in 1946 the the, uh, Forest Service a little pamphlet about what to do when you get lost yeah and the main thing was to keep a clear head and i i put it in the book uh, with permit with their permission and uh so i really my focus was how am i going to get out of here okay i'm in this fix how am i going to get out of it can i find the trail what am i and then when i didn't find the trail okay how am i going to survive through the night uh there's wild hogs i saw rootings where wild hogs had been i heard coyotes uh, and then the, yes. Goodness gracious. And then the thunder and lightning and rain started. And uh, I didn't get any sleep that night. I guess <laughs> you know, not. Yeah, Which was really a good thing. Yeah. Because a few years earlier, a man and his two sons had died in the <gasps> same time of year, the same area. And mm-hmm. he was a Air Force career person who had been through a lot more training than I had. But they didn't keep moving. They, and so I kept moving throughout the night, I had to because of the lightning, I couldn't go to sleep, which was I think God sent the lightning so that I couldn't go to sleep. Otherwise right. I, probably, I probably, the next morning, you know they, the, that night my, you know, my husband told them when they came to lock the gates, which they normally wouldn't do, but since they were hunting hogs the next day they were locking the gates about six o'clock. And he said, my wife hasn't shown up. so they start they asked him a few questions and called in search and rescue teams. But they had to pull him out at 2.30 because of the storms. And so the next morning, it wasn't search and rescue. It was search and recover. Because they really didn't expect to find me dead. Because they knew the story about the man in his two We didn't, thank God. Yeah. Uh, I I probably would have been panicked if I'd known that story. But we didn't know about that. And they really didn't expect to find me alive. They had my husband calling the kids uh as i said they called in search and recover because they expected to find a body to recover and so they were very shocked and surprised when i called them uh that morning and i had found my way out and found my way to a house and to let them know that i was okay so i'm get-
0: did you have your phone and no service or did you not even oh
1: no you didn't have i didn't have my phone <gasps> that's one of the things i learned i know it was was down i wasn't getting reception because i tried to download a map from all trails and i wasn't getting reception i couldn't get it downloaded so i thought it was at 50 percent power i thought what's the point in taking it i'll just drop it or break it so i'm just going to leave it here because it's of no value to me wrong no matter where you are no matter uh if your phone, even when your phone's dead, they can still ping you if it hasn't been dead for you know hours and hours or days and days. They they can still ping you, and so if I'd had my phone, they could have found me, and got me out of there much sooner. But I so
0: I, keep moving and take the phone. Yes. yes, <laughs> so what yes I want.
1: Exactly. That's that's the two key things.
0: So when you get to the house to make the call, do are you at this point realizing how serious this is yet? when did it hit you well, how about how, how everyone else was this panicked.
1: yeah it really didn't soak in until i started telling my story uh, after after i had written the book honestly really and i got out and i was telling people said oh my gosh you could have died and you know oh my god and, and you know i knew that i could have died but it wasn't i didn't really know and i hadn't stopped to think about it that yeah. you know i could have i really could have died and, uh, and it was much more, re- it became much more real. Uh, it takes a while for things to soak in. Because you're just in, first I was in the mode of survival. You know, what am I going to do? What do I have to do to get out of here? I am not spending another night in these woods. Yeah. That's just not an option. Somehow I'm getting out of here. Either they find me or I find them, but not another night in these yeah. woods. Because it was going to get even colder the next night. Uh, and so that's what my focus was. Now, when I got out, you know, I was relieved. My husband was relieved. It was a very traumatic experience for him. I'm so sorry I put him through that. And uh, it was harder for him than it was for me because I knew where I was. I knew what my plan was. He didn't. He didn't have a clue whether I was dead, alive, walked off a bluff, attacked by wild hogs. He had no idea. He had no idea. So it was much more difficult for him because he's sitting back there at the car. He never went he never left the parking lot. Yeah. Because he thought I might show up. And he's sitting back there wondering what has happened to her. Does she need help? Is she alive? And, you know, He didn't even he didn't go there with the dead or alive. He couldn't go there. But he yeah. He was concerned that I had fallen, sprained my ankle. Broken a leg, done something. You
0: just walked out unscathed, right? I did. You I did. Oh it was my a just,
1: Yeah. Even when the uh, paramedics—that was the first thing. Once, once I got uh, to the, uh, uh, once they got to me, they had to check me over, and they did. And I had pre—I was pre-hypo hyper I had pre-hypothermia, and I had a slight fever. Really? Uh-huh. Yeah. From dehydration. Okay. I, I did drink a little water, but not much because I wasn't sure. Because I have a fanny pack that I normally take with me, but I forgot oh it this my time. I mean, it's like the yeah. perfect storm. Yeah. I forgot it, so I didn't have any water purification tablets. I didn't have the solar oh. blanket that I could have used. All that, those things that I normally take with me, I didn't have. I take them now every time I go. I have no. a backpack now yeah. instead of a fanny pack. I probably overdo it, but once you've been through this experience, hauling it around is much better than not having yeah, it at all. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it it was, and and I came out of the. Uh, I told them I didn't want to go to the hospital. I didn't know I needed to. I was coherent and I was talking, so they let me go. Ooh. Yeah.
0: Good. Fortunately,
1: good. I didn't have to go to the hospital because I hate needles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the first thing they do is put an ID. Oh, in, oh, and then, uh, yeah. Yeah,
0: so you got to tell a great story and got your picture. And so now, what are you? You got a list of more hikes? And
1: I do, I do. I'm still hiking. Uh, a lot of people ask me, So, did now, do you? so well? I do actually. i retur- I returned to the site of the where I spent the night. Yeah, I tried to find it three times and finally found it on the third or fourth time. I think it was the yeah. Third time out, I found it. Cause so it was, you went
0: back and got off the trail on purpose to find the spot.
1: I did, but <laughs> I had my phone. Okay. I had the. I had. Uh, it, the, I was tracking my steps. Uh, I had a walkie-talkie with me. I had uh, also, and I had okay. my backpack full of first aid and all the supplies I would need if something happened. My goodness, like, yes. I, didn't know go I hiked for eleven hour. No, I hiked. Um, 11,000 steps to find that trail that I finally did.
0: And why did you want to go back?
1: Closure. Really? And because I think it also, I mean, I just bawled my eyes out when I got there. I knew. There's a couple times I thought I found the place, but I didn't have any emotional reaction to it. And I thought, this can't be the place. I would have some, I would feel something. And then when I actually found the place, I knew it. Oh wow! I knew it. I mean, there was just emotionally, I knew it. Mentally, it, it just—it it was the place where I spent the day. Yeah. And uh, so it was—it was hard to do that. It was really hard. I was by myself uh, because, again, my husband just can't hike as long. He doesn't have the endurance that I have. Or any i was determined to find it yeah <laughs> i can be pretty determined <laughs> that's why i call the book i'm here for a purpose yeah. true stories of survival faith gratitude and determination for real. yeah <laughs> because i really wanted to find it uh, and after the second or third time i think yeah the second or third time of trying to find it i thought did i imagine all this stuff because i could not find yeah. It.
0: yeah And so.
1: By that time, it's like okay, I've got to find it because I know it's <laughs> here somewhere. Yeah. I ended up on a different mountain. It was on private property where I was part of the time, and and state property at part of the time. Uh, but I found it, and I uh, marked the spot. I actually carved my initial in the tree, and left my whistle there, oh. uh, just in case anybody ever gets there. Yeah. And, and I may go back to it again, but yeah. not for a couple of years, probably. Yeah.
0: So you obviously weren't scared to go back and start hiking
1: other places? Well, no, no, know, no. You know? no. Uh, the third time you we went and tried to find the place, I was with a friend. And it was the same time of year and on the exact date that I'd gotten lost. And so they were expecting a big snowstorm. We couldn't find it. So I didn't want to get stuck out there with two other people to be yeah. responsible. <laughs> Or they're, you know, getting being trapped in the storm or anything like that or getting hypothermia. So we uh, headed back before we found it just because of the weather. Yeah. Uh, but the last, when I did find it, it, was April, and so the days are longer, the weather's better. Uh, it allowed me more time to look for it. So what is next for your on <laughs> the <laughs> <laughs> um, I hope to do a lot of speaking engagements to talk about my experience. I can talk about it on a personal faith level. I can talk about it. I have some. I've talked to talk to some businesses and, uh, rotaries and things like that. I have a, a talk that I do that uh, of things I learned that you can apply to the workplace from these experiences, uh, and I just want to I want to get more word word out there to people that take your cell phone everywhere you go. <laughs> no matter what they can find you so even when I'm just running into the grocery store or running uh, to the bathroom when I'm not camping I take it with me yeah because you never know when what might happen or
0: a lot of times we want to take a break from our phones but then there's that importance of it so if you are in a strange place take it with you just you just don't have to pay
1: attention to it yeah yeah so and so I and I am more cautious now and I'm not yeah. the uh, risk taker I used to be I'm still a risk taker by most people's standards but not by mine yeah
0: <laughs> that's great thank you for sharing your story and what you've been working on tell people where they can go see your pictures and buy your book
1: uh, at www.barnsbackroads.com okay. or if you just Google Barnes Backroads Byways my uh, website my Facebook Instagram page will come up and you can or even for me personally, I uh, I take them with me. I have a supply of them that I always keep on hand. So you can get them order them online or order them from me Uh, uh, If you're local, you know in the Springfield, Missouri area uh, I I'll travel you know to speak for speaking engagements. Uh, I just I want people to know some of the safety tips, yeah. and some of the, and how you should never give up, uh, no matter what. Don't give up, uh, because we all have a purpose, which is why I call it. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, there's three other stories in the book, and there's stories of other people's uh, adventures of getting lost, and some made it out, some didn't. Uh, but I've had uh, at least, at least. Three or four, I've gotten lost three or four times. Two of those stories are in the book. One, one story is about kayaking in the Mississippi Bayou with the alligators uh, and watching it uh, at the same time I had watched an alligator eat another alligator. <laughs> it was quite an adventure there. Uh, but, you know, no matter what you do or where you are or in life, you do have a purpose. And I've been uh, rescued, I, I feel like I'm a walking miracle. Because there's several times when I shouldn't be here, but I am. So I'm, gonna, I'm every morning I get up to and try to uh, determine what's my purpose for today? Yeah. Why am I here? What am I going to do? Uh, how can I live my life with no regrets?
0: Very good. Thank you so much. I hope you'll come back when you're working on another project and tell Uh, us about that.
1: I'd be happy to. Thanks so much for having me. Yes.
0: And again, thanks to Italian Kitchen. That's Italian.kitchen. If you're looking for something yummy to eat, they do delivery and you can check them out on their website. It's green and red logos. what you're looking for. And thank you for listening and watching RunRadio.net. And you can go to YouTube and subscribe. It's at Run Radio Station. Thanks so much. See you again soon. Thanks, Madonna. Thank, thank you.